Welcome to Nunia Business Podcast, episode 46, Love Yourself in Soul Movie Review, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. Today, we review the movie, Love Yourself in Soul. We discuss the unexpected, the expected, and have a few emotional outbursts. Megan asks the real tough questions, like, should we kiss now? And Becca just wants to know why everyone is sitting down. We also give props to the member who really stole the show, the diamond-encrusted choker. So grab your popcorn and junior mints and let's settle in together. That's what you're in for today on Nunia Business. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome back. We're back. We had a couple weeks off because life has been crazy. We were both in California at different times. Yes. And then we stupidly came back to the Midwest. Which was dumb because tomorrow with the wind chill, it's going to be negative 50 degrees outside. Somebody, I guess on the news, said that the last time it was this cold was like 1982 which is before either of us were born. Yes. Barely. Mm -hmm. But that made me realize that this will be the coldest weather I've ever experienced. And that bums me out. It's freezing. I don't even know how to to fathom it. Because I mean, like, I feel like after you get to like negative 20, cold is cold. And it's just going to be brutal no matter what. Yeah. Our friends from up north. Is it always this cold where you Seriously, are what is this? <laughs> Somebody also told me that Chicago tomorrow is going to be colder than the Arctic, technically, or feel colder than the Arctic, which seems bad. Not good. Not going to leave. So I hope wherever you're listening, it's warm. Yeah, how dare you? If it's warm where <laughs> you're listening, how dare you? Feel our pain. All right, quick updates. What are you watching? You guys, I'm watching <laughs> The Last Empress. I don't remember if I made fun of it on the podcast before or if I just made fun of it on Twitter, but the first episode is so crazy. I wrote it off immediately because it is so not my kind of drama. Oh, it is everybody's kind of drama. It's so ridiculous, Becca. I texted Becca today that, and was like, you have to watch this show because I have to talk to you about it. It's so nuts. It's so insane. As I'm unemployed right now, you can follow along with my experience on Twitter because it's one of those shows where you like I feel like I can't do it by myself. So I just tweet to no one what's going on in the show, hoping someone will give me some feedback because it is the craziest show I've ever seen in my life. It takes all the tropes, throws them into a barrel, and just like randomly picks them. It sounds like my kind of drama. It's pretty fun. I but the can't fact that stop you like it, it makes me think I won't like it. But when no. you describe it to me, I'm thinking I might it, like it. It feels like one of those rare dramas where it's like if you had a Venn diagram of what I like and what you like, there would be overlap here because I think it's like you reach like when you reach a certain level of cold, it's just cold. When you reach a certain level of crazy, it's just fun. Right. And I think that's where it is. Is it's just so crazy. I love it. I can't wait to watch it. Although it did make me realize too when you were trying to explain to me that you like dramas where it's just like the problems are so big. It's like you can never get back from them. This drama makes me get it. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. As opposed to like the little everyday squabbles that I usually like. This is, these are not regular people problems, thank God. I like that. It's insane. I have still trying to get through. <laughs> Give it up and start The Last Empress. I beg of you. <laughs> because this is my first life. I'm not a quitter, guys. And it's not even that I hate the show. I'm just like, something happened. Something happened right now and nothing is happening. You However, I did, for fun, go back and start rewatching some of my old favorite shows. So I've been watching a lot of Suspicious Partner, also known as Love and Trouble. Been watching a lot of Strong Woman Dobong Soon. Mm -hmm. A lot of that. And I forgot how 
talented Park Kyung Sik is. That's what that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, talented. I think that's the word we were all thinking <laughs> or of. Smoking. Have hot. I actually seen him? Oh, the airs is the only thing. I never finished I Strong Woman. I forgot he was in the airs. Yeah, he played kind of a fun side character. Oh, in he the was airs. so fun in that show. Yeah, and and one of those characters where you're like, why isn't he a bigger party? So hot. I mean, talented. Right, <laughs> talent, talent. I am attracted <gasps> to the talent. I I I watched. A solid portion of Strong Woman Dobong Soon, but I didn't finish that one. Oh, the ending is so fun and delightful. And then I also started, and I forgot again just how much I love the show, Behind Your Smile, which is actually a Taiwanese drama with Marcus Chang. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. This was like an early recommendation in the days of early days of the podcast from a listener, wasn't it? I believe so. That was like a huge game changer that for you. That you changed my life. The Marcus Chang I can't discovery. get over it. And I, it was like, I know I should be going to bed earlier. And I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to stay up and watch three episodes of this in a row. And I've already seen it before. I haven't experienced that in a really long time where I want to just keep watching so badly that I'll just stay up all night. I, I have been making a solid like 930 bedtime like the old lady that I am. But with this one, I was watching, like, binging like crazy, and I got to a point where there's this huge cliffhanger, and um, Vicky wouldn't load. I don't know if it was my internet or what, but I, I could not continue, and it was like the universe telling me to stop it. Yeah, I'm Vicky, and I was like, yeah, too you're, much content. You're like, you need to go to bed crazy. Yes. Let's be responsible. All right, what are we listening to? I am right now obsessed with Blackpink. And I think, Megan, are you annoyed with me? Because that's all no, I talk about. I am not annoyed. Okay. I, I was always like kind of on the Blackpink train, but I was like, give me a full album. Give me some sort mm-hmm. of like giant dump of content. And I don't feel like I'm getting it. I still don't feel like I have it. But oh my gosh, I cannot get enough. My daughters love to dance. We will put their music videos on the big screen and my daughters will just like go nuts they just even my two-year-old is just Mm. bouncing and then she gets out all these accessories and just wants to play dress up and like look like the girls on the tv and i'm not sure if i'm i'm not sure if i'm promoting good parenting behavior i don't know set like an unrealistic beauty standard for them but to them they just see the music and the fashion and they love it yeah so it's so much fun i'm obsessed with them right now any any new things for you? I've been i think i mentioned i'm still researching xo so i've been listening to more xo lately and discovering some deep tracks I didn't know that are really great. Uh, and then not to sound like a broken record, but BTS. I, Love Yourself Answers basically been in my car CD player since it came out and it hasn't left. You still have a CD player? Oh, I have a tape deck, baby. Oh, man. I, I can't even plug in my phone without... Can you describe for millennials what a tape deck is? So <laughs> imagine your cell phone, right? <laughs> Okay, so it's there's this thing called a tape, and it's about the size of your cell phone, but it can't do anything. <laughs> it's just plastic with a ribbon on the inside, and on that ribbon is music sometimes. <laughs> the tape I have is a tape that you put into your CD player, and it has a cord, and you plug the cord attached to the tape into your cell phone, and it makes this horrible clicking noise every two or three seconds because it's like... Because that's the sound the tape makes. It's not ideal. <laughs> so if you can listen to a CD, it's for the best, which thank God they still make CDs. Right. Yeah. No, girl, I've got a tape deck. I'm from the Middle Ages over here. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're not listening to like Wilson Phillips or something lately. I wish. <laughs> I wish. All right. So today we are going to talk about, we had the extreme pleasure, because Megan is way too generous, nope. of going to love yourself. In, in Seoul, Seoul 
in the movie theaters this in weekend. Iowa. In Iowa. Love yourself and soul in Iowa. In Iowa. And guess what, guys? We weren't the only people there. No. Pretty decent crowd. They okay, so they had an eleven AM showing and a two PM showing, and when we got there they had added an eleven thirty. Because in Iowa, two showings. And it wasn't like the big theater. It wasn't those tiny little where they show independent movie theaters. It was a real theater. And it was super fun. So we're going to talk about that today. But to get us started, um, we had a game request. We did. We had a great listener request. She wanted us to do BTS as types of YouTube videos, which is brilliant. Uh, So hopefully we do it justice. We're going to give it a try. Awesome. I will apologize real quick. You might not have noticed. If you hear a lot of background noise, my whole family's home, and they're all downstairs, which is where we <laughs> podcast, because it's almost negative 50 degrees it's outside, and so nobody has school or work, and um, yeah, so I yeah. can hear them outside. I think they're playing video games, and they're pretty excited about they're, it. I mean, they're really hyped, because they don't have to go to school tomorrow. I don't right. blame them. This, yeah. is some, this is a very exciting thing as an adult, let alone as a child. Right. So. We're just going to let them live their best life, yes. and we're going to live ours. So let's play this game. You want to go first? Sure. BTS as YouTube channels. So I had that Jin would be an ill-advised, ill-advised tutorial. It's like something that you really should let a professional do, but some weirdo on the internet has done it and videotaped it. So, for example, I've changed parts of my car using YouTube videos. Probably a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's what Jin does. And I'm sure I'm thinking of when he cut his own bangs on video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like he would be that guy that's like, you can change your own brakes. That's easy. <laughs> I'm going to do it in 25 simple steps. <laughs> and it's like, no, do not try this at home. I had that he would be the hair tutorial guy. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah, the one who's like, this is how you get a sexy beach curl oh. using a straight iron. <laughs> and then he puts it in his hair for 20 seconds and his hair burns <laughs> off his head. And then it's just like another 20 seconds of him shock, in shock, staring at his burned and hair. And then another 20 seconds of him just screaming. Just crying. Yes. <laughs> but thankfully, he never has the foresight to turn the camera off. So we get to all enjoy this together. Yeah, yeah, for that sure. That is gin for That's me. perfect. All right, what you got for sugar? I have had like a, the viral video slash video fails sort of thing. I don't think he'd be in any of them. I think he would have recorded all of them. Mm-hmm. He seems like the kind of person who would be quick enough on his feet to think when something ridiculous was happening, I should probably tape this for the internet. I like that. Yeah. What about you? I had that he would be the Batman dad. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> I've seen Wookiee Ma or Chewbacca mom. There's this dad that just wears a Batman mask and he says stupid things into the camera and he's like, Super rich because his YouTube channel is gone. <laughs> yes. So he'll like walk up behind his wife with his Batman mask on and be like, don't burn the eggs. <laughs> and she'll be like cooking. It doesn't make any sense. And it's, I don't know. I, I don't even know why I think that's Yoongi. I'm watching just think it and I'm laughing thinking about he's it. He's kind of hiding himself behind the mask, but still like yeah. entertaining us. That's, he pops in just, just enough to delight us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. J-Hope. I had he'd be reaction videos. <laughs> <laughs> Either... Either all just such positive reactions, like you give him anything and he's just so hyped about it, or like, which he has done before, you make him watch something scary and he just screams a lot. And he just screams. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely reactions. I love that one. I, I don't know. Mine's lame. It's kind of obvious. I just had that he's like the dance tutorial guy. I would watch that video. Who's like, let's do a mirror dance practice of BTS fire. And I'm like, ah, 
there's no way I will ever learn this. I'm going to just watch because I like the choreography. He's the kind of dance tutorialist who would make you think you could do it. Yes. Because he'd be so positive and yes. encouraging. And then you would actually see yourself doing it and you'd want to die a little bit. Yeah. But you stay subscribed because you, you still watch. You give him those thumbs up. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's yeah. worth it. I might even turn on my notifications for that one. Absolutely. All right, RM. I said he's a TED Talk. <laughs> Just the TED Talks. All the TED Talks. All the TED all Talks. All of them. He's all of the TED Talks. <laughs> and he's those. He's the TED Talks where people at work are like, oh, did you listen to that TED Talk? And you're like, yeah, you did not. <laughs> you admire them and you totally understand it, but you did not listen to it. I don't know why. I had that he would be the, the slow-mo video of weird things happening. So like <laughs> the bullet going through all the water balloons so it's like kind slow of, motion. Kind of informational, but also just like very bizarre and destructive. It's just one of those things where it's like, I can't stop watching this. Yes. I have no reason to ever want to watch You're like a glass shatter from three story being thrown off a building three stories in the yes. air but i'm gonna watch it so and you're gonna have my full attention the whole time throwing a watermelon at a wall and yeah. you're just like this is beautiful it's so <laughs> bizarre so beautiful and i find so much meaning in what you're doing yeah how come stuff in slow motion is always just more beautiful if it's i don't know because it doesn't seem destructive i feel like if i feel like if you recorded me doing anything in slow motion it would be like when you record a dog trying to catch something in slow motion and mm. it's just like not graceful at all and lots of spit everywhere yes <laughs> like terrified looking eyes you know it's funny there's a lot of things i do in real life that look like it's being filmed in, in slow, slow motion because i'm getting old and slow yeah, getting out of bed every morning running yeah. jogging oh, what's that trying to put my socks on oh, girl <laughs> isn't that why you have kids <laughs> come right. children put my socks on jimin I had okay. He would be like a makeup tutorial. Son of a, why are Is you that taking what you said too? all my answers? Well, I'm sure it's for the same reason because no matter how hard I try, I'll never look that good. Yes. No matter what. I'm gonna click on that channel yes. just because I want to get the exact smoky eye yes. that you have. Mm -hmm. But when I'm done, I'm going to look like a panda bear. Oh like, yeah. I'm not gonna look anything like Like somebody you. punched me in the face. <laughs> I just don't understand how you could look that beautiful. And and it becomes a thing where I don't even really try to watch anymore. It's just so much fun to watch someone beautiful do something beautiful that I'm just gonna sit here and watch it and I always love it when like and Jimin does this all the time mm -hmm. where they start with a camera on their face they're like sorry I don't have any makeup oh on. yeah just washed my face and I was like how dare you I'm like you better be lying how dare you yes and they're always so charming and cute and like oh god it's so irritating but I can't say no. No, I I'm love going it. to watch how yes. you do the sparkle eye next I will or the New Year's Eve look. Anything. And then I'll probably watch your crummy hair tutorial on your sexy date night hair because I can't stop watching beautiful people do beautiful things. No, it's like me watch, just watching him do all those things while I'm like in bed in sweatpants. Oh, yeah. I'm like eating, eating popcorn from like two days ago. Down yeah, my yeah, chin. yeah. It's not even yeah. fresh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. that sounds right. All right, V. Um, okay, so I had. Do you know what an unboxing video? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're a mom. I'm, I'm sure familiar. you've seen an unboxing yes. video for a couple of reasons. One, they're so weird. Unbo okay, if you don't know what an unboxing video is, I feel like I just learned this. Maybe I'm late to the party. You're so late to the party. But, like, but continue. they're, like, these toys that have a million parts to them, and adults buy them and then take each part. It, all it is is you just watch them open it. Yeah, piece by piece. That's it. And it is bizarre and captivating. Even for me, I'll sit there and I'll be like, this is weird. And then I watch all 22 <laughs> minutes of it. 
because I got to know what's at the center of that weird pink egg. <laughs> and I feel like that's me where it's like, why am I watching this? Oh, I don't. Why can't I stop watching this? So I had the exact same answer. Really? I had. He's like the Disney Toy Channel. I don't want to get called out by this person. That's a real thing. Or Ryan's Toy Review, which is another mm. one where it's like they'll even take, I've heard of him. They'll take these eggs. And these eggs will have toys inside. And in some cases, these people have put toys inside. They already know what's in there. And then they cover the egg with Play-Doh. Oh, I've seen those. And they'll make it very pretty. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just slowly, over the course of an hour, pick the Play-Doh off yeah. this egg. And then open up this giant egg and take out all the toys and be like, oh, look, a little Elsa. And my kids are mesmerized. And I do not get it. It's so bizarre. It's it's those where they've like created the eggs themselves are bizarrely artistic and you're like why did you spend all that time doing that only to take it apart again because they make millions of dollars on youtube doing what are it. we doing with our lives why are we, i don't understand we could easily wrap a couple toys in play-doh for goodness sake i say we start wrap, wrapping k-pop merch amen inside of giant korean or, flag well, that's bags. a whole another thing is watching unboxing of like k-pop albums which that's actually fun for me because who was it oh man guys i'm gonna forget who it is it was some like makeup youtuber who's a big monster x fan and he did an unboxing of one of their albums and it was so fun to watch because he'd just be like here's the photo card here are the posters like he saw all the pieces of it and i was like i want that and i didn't like i don't even have like any monster x albums and now i want them all just so i can look at all the stuff in them so i just finished a youtube masterclass for work huge huge time commitment and that was one of the videos that he talked about making successful YouTube channels. He was like, listen, I know it's dumb. And he's like, and I don't even understand it. But they're called like satisfying. Yes. Where it's like satisfactory and satisfying combined. And it's like a video where you just complete something. Where yes. you just open a box. Or in some cases, you just take toys that go into a box and put them back in the box after yes. explaining what they are. And he's like, I don't get it. I'll never understand it. It's huge on YouTube right now. I feel like people are making, or toy manufacturers are making toys for that That demographic. So Becca's daughter got this thing for Christmas that was like an egg that had all these compartments. (laughs) It looked looked like a giant birth control pill. It looked like a giant birth control pill. Yes, and it had like a puzzle. And you had to solve the puzzle to just get all these compartments open. We had multiple adults on this project. (laughs) And finally, like a seven-year-old figured it out. But we were, we were literally like, you. There's a code. There's a code, and there's a key, and you have to like punch in all these things, and all these compartments open, and then you end up with this like stupid toy. And by the time you're done, it took so long. You know, like, the kids have like moved on. They don't oh, yeah. care anymore. And the adults are finally like, what is in there? It's fascinating. <laughs> it was the best part of Christmas. I, I was, loved it. For your birthday, I'm going to I make you a K-pop things. and K-drama version I, of that. Oh, my God. And I will unbox it on YouTube. Oh, can we please unbox <laughs> it on YouTube? Let's do that. I love it so oh, much. We've got I our first so million much. new YouTube video. It's about time. Who knew this would be the idea that this, sent us over the top? I you guys say, were here first. You I heard had it first here. a backup which was for V, which was a DIY channel because I feel like he would do a lot of DIY, but the beauty of V is he would DIY it wrong, but it would just be special and wonderful. And he would be like, do whatever you want. Do what makes you happy. Here's how I did it. This took a weird turn halfway through. And I would watch that DIY channel because I would feel like this is how I DIY. Yeah. However it turns out is how it turns out. Beautifully imperfect. I love that. All right, Chungkook. This was the first one I thought of. Are you familiar with the early days of viral videos? Yes. 
The Star Wars kid? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. He would be like the Star Wars kid. Probably a video shot without him knowing by Yoongi yep. and posted to the internet. But I feel like it would be one of those things where he's doing something really embarrassing <laughs> and somebody posted it, taped it, posted it online, and then it just went totally viral. Like, the, if you don't know the Star Wars kid, it's this kid who was playing with a lightsaber in his garage. And I don't know. I, he was using his imagination. I applaud him. I thought he was doing great. I, you're doing great, buddy. But people were making fun of him. Right. And it's become very... That's what the meme-ish. early internet was. It was just mean. I don't feel like it's quite that way anymore. No, now I feel like there's enough weirdos who have access to the internet, like us. Right. Where we're more... It, there's always somebody to relate to you. Right. So it's not to say the internet's not still a terrible, evil place it is, but... I said that he would be the... I have a specific channel even. If you guys haven't seen it, go YouTube it now. Dude Perfect channel. Oh, yeah. It is just this group of guys, and they're super athletic and ridiculously good at everything they do. And it's annoying. It's so annoying. And they're so famous. I think they have 38 million YouTube subscribers. Our family's obsessed. We watch every video they put out. They're like the number two channel on all of YouTube right now. What's the and number one? And they just got... A TV deal. They're going to have their own TV really? show. But it's fast. It's like, go, I would recommend their um, bottle flipping one is very, very good and funny. They will like stand two stories beneath where they want this bottle to land and they, it'll be like a rafter, like two floors above them. And they will flip the bottle like over a ladder or through a ladder and it will land perfectly on this rafter two stories above them. This bottle flipping episode is insane, but they also have a really good ping pong one. Go watch all of them. They're You're all right. super that fun. That is totally It's junk totally junk cooker. It's like this, stop being good at stuff. Yeah. Like, who are you trying to impress? To the point where I'm like, how are you cheating? Yeah, I know. Like, it seems not, like you're it's cheating. It's not believable anymore. Yeah, this is just irritating. Who's actually making your golden closet films? They're not the ones that, oh God, those are so good. <laughs> it's so annoying how good those are. Um, they The Dude Perfects aren't the ones that were like, figured out how to get a cat to launch a rocket, were they? No, I don't that? think so. I watched a really long video of guys, these guys trying to cha- ta- train a cat to launch a rocket. YouTube is a strange and magical place. Yeah. Go find your people there. And, and to, back to YouTube, as a good force of good, we wouldn't even be K-pop fans, I don't right? think, without YouTube. That's where I've discovered all of my K-pop. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope I hope our listener, I don't know, even know who requested it, Megan does. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask if I could say her name. So let me know if you if it's okay for us to say your name and we can give you a shout out next episode. All right, so let's do this, Megan. Saturday, we got to go to Love Yourself and Soul. Amazing. Was this a one day only thing? It was one day only. Megan just called and she's like, "Hey, the BTS movie is coming to Davenport," and I was like, "Awesome." I don't know what any and of that this is was like or what it means, but let's before go. Before Christmas. I don't think I knew what it was either. Somebody was just like, there's another BTS movie and it's going to be in Davenport. We should buy tickets. And I was like, yes, we should. Yeah. I, no questions asked. So I pulled the ultimate no-no, which is shocking because I hate breaking rules. But I kept taking my phone out during the movie mm-hmm. and taking notes. Which is crazy to me because I told Becca I didn't see her take her phone out once. They were just things I did not want to forget. And I really felt like I needed to hash out with you. Yeah, hey, I'm really glad you did. So... Let's just jump in. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, first off, general impressions. Did you have fun? What was it was tell, great. Tell everybody who doesn't know what it was about. What what it the was, film was about. Basically, it was just they did the Love Yourself tour concert in Seoul and they recorded it for the theater. So there were a couple of questions I had. Like it kind of felt like they did this concert 
the specific night concert to be recorded because it yes. felt very different than the concert we actually saw. So if you've listened to our podcast at all, you know, I'm not a person to lie. Mm-mm. And if I don't like something, I'm going to say it. Yeah. So I enjoyed the film. Mm-hmm. Didn't love it. Enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, was confused by a few things. So number one, all the fans were seated. Yeah, that was weird. It was very in a huge confusing. stadium. It was it, in a huge it stadium. It wasn't that... Olympic Stadium, though. This was an outdoor stadium. I was just confused as to, like, why were they not allowed to stand up? And then throughout certain parts of the concert, especially RM, he would often be like, you guys, stand up. And then they would all stand up. But then, like, the next song would come on and they would all be seated again. Huh. I, yeah, I honestly, at first, if if I didn't know that it was in Seoul, I would have thought it was, like, a Japan concert. Because mm-hmm. I feel like typically... Of all the K-pop videos I watch of concerts in Japan, they're more like a more like a muted crowd. Like, they're just a little more reserved hmm. than other countries. And I remember Big Bang saying that before, too. Like, in be- like um, they could never really get a good vibe of their, their Japan concerts because they weren't as loud and Concert etiquette is just different. Yeah. They all love Daesung. Well, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So I just found that weird that everybody was seated. I... There was also... And this could have just been editing, but there were no VCRs, the videos that they usually play during the concert. They had removed all of those or like edited those sections out and then they edited out all of the interaction with the crowd. So we actually compared it to the Big Bang Made Tour video, which Becca and I agree, I think, is one of the best concert videos we've ever seen. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. It was a drama fever. Drama fever. Exclusive. It was amazing. So I sorry if you never got to watch it. WB or whoever yeah, owns that now. It was ex- exceptionally good. Please give it to Megan for her birthday, which is in like a month. Want. Yes. But yeah, the Big Bang Made tour was so well done. You felt like you were when you watched the film, you actually felt like you were there. Mm-hmm. And like the members were like right in the camera, like acting like that was another audience member, but they still gave so much love to the audience. And BTS did the same. I mean, they gave a lot of love to the audience. It just felt really tame like it was really hard for me to get amped up in the theater because i felt like the crowd was they dumbed down the crowd noise so much and then every time you saw the crowd they were seated so it was like is this a hype thing are they just like here to appreciate bts the band interaction with the crowd is part of what keeps the energy up so like so like the maid tour it had cuts but nothing was cut like there was no like fade out fade back in 10 minutes later. It right. was the whole concert. Right. You got to hear so the members like, talk. I you got think, to see the videos in between yeah. the songs. It I think was great. editing that stuff out slowed the momentum a lot in between songs. So for me, it felt like a, it was a very relaxing experience, I will say. Yes. I felt very like I was grateful that we had the opportunity to sit. I guess I had that thought a couple of times where I'm like, I'm in the middle of Iowa in a movie theater watching my favorite band from Korea perform a, like a stadium show so I had kept thinking like that's amazing mm-hmm. that, that that's happening but it definitely was not one of those things like like the documentary burn the stage that was something where I could be like oh yes I enjoyed this and I react to this this was literally just like BTS performing for two hours great yeah it's that, a, that's kind of all it was it's what you and I would normally do just hang out in a room yes. and watch two hours of BTS it, on YouTube it was and the only but honestly YouTube videos are more hype than this film because well, even YouTube videos the crowd is going crazy and you can feel like you can kind of see the members like winking and there was only like two or three times in the whole film where I was like oh that was almost inappropriate how, we, how much they were coming yeah, for us yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were a couple I feel like there were enough times where we audibly were like Oh, like yeah. Jin would do something or Hobie would do something. But I agree, it did. The, the momentum was just weird, especially at the beginning. Maybe it was because I was a little thrown off that they cut out all the interaction mm-hmm. and all the VCRs. 
I, I guess that's what I was expecting based on what I've seen in the past. I don't know. That it was it was like it was kind of slow. So I first. did a little research and I read that they were hoping to release this film for all the people who couldn't see the tour because of they they said because of reasons, basically. Because of reasons. What I like to think is because ticket prices Resale with scalpers tickets, were insane yes. and a lot of fans can't afford a concert Which, ticket at that hearing price. That is very heartwarming because that from that's beautiful that they would do that. Yeah, I guess. I'm being cynical. It makes me angry because it's like you obviously know that's a problem and mm. nobody is trying to fix it. And you have a huge platform and a huge fan base that you could probably fix that. But what could they do? I don't know. What can anybody do? Like start being outspoken about it. I don't know. Sure. But anyway, not hating on them. But uh, yeah, so I think that's why I was more disappointed because they were like, well, the interview I read at least, they were like, we were hoping to release this. And it wasn't even BTS in the interview. It was one of their producers like or somebody um, who was like, we we're hoping to release this for all the fans that, for reasons, couldn't go to the show. And then I saw it and I was like, but this isn't like really what the, this wasn't what our experience was no, like No, yeah, it was definitely different. Also, it, like I think I said before, it was like a different set list. There's actually, I think there was more music in it. I don't remember. Or did I just completely blank out? I think you just blanked out. Did There's I? a ton of music at our show. I think it was very similar set list. There's not like, the same. They do like Idol and something, Save Me, I don't know, like something like that. And then they did I Need You and Run, and I don't remember those at all. Megan, I think you were just out, out of I it mean, for it a was, little while. Yeah, I was not fully there for sure. <laughs> but anyway, so enough. I won't criticize anymore. But that was just my honest takeaway. If, if it was something that you wanted to see and it wasn't in your area, um... Those are my honest takeaways. I honestly think you could get a better experience just going to YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, I liked seeing it on the big screen. Oh, yeah. It was fun. That like, was fun. Like being with the crowd is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a tame crowd. A I heard tame some crowd. people say that there was like some singing and dancing, which would not have bothered me. I mean, it's like a which concert again, experience. I think you just blacked out because there was some singing and dancing at our at show. At our movie? Yes. <laughs> Maybe I just have terrible ears. I didn't hear any. I heard a couple people. We definitely had a Jungkook stand in front of us. Yeah. Um, but it was not to the point where, like, people were complaining about. But again, it was like, what do no, you expect? It's I a concert movie. Compared to what I read on the internet, we had a very tame, tame crowd. Which is, We did have, there was um, two very young girls, young compared to us. They mm-hmm. are not young compared to other fans. Um Right ahead of us, they seemed to be very good friends. And they were like, every song, they'd have their hands in the air, and they were swaying back and yeah. forth. And then at one point, the one was openly weeping, like sobbing to the point where I was like, should I go down there and like give her a Kleenex? Like she was just uncontrollably sobbing. And then I told Megan, Megan's like, oh, I didn't even hear that. I, I didn't like, hear anything. I don't know you missed that. I didn't hear anything. I, I don't either. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess you put Jungkook on the screen in front of me, and I'd tune everything else out. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I don't remember any. I, I, I remember, okay, I remember a couple of choice moments. So my mom came with us. So it was Becca, our friend Kayla, me, and my mom. And my mom is, like, a casual BTS fan. I would say she really likes their yeah. music. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't necessarily learned all their names. But I told her before the movie, like, okay, you got to pick your favorite one. And it changed like twelve times in the movie during the movie. But the, immediately when I said that, she was like, "Who's that one?" Pointed to Jimin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, you can't pick him. Everybody picks him." She's like, "I like him. He's a good one." And I was like, "Marilyn, I like him too." Yeah, everybody likes him. Real original Marilyn. But then I think by the end, RM was her favorite. She picked RM. 
Well, overall, it was great. I'm sorry. Did I come off too negative? No. I'm sorry. I was just saying my opinion. But you um, that's good. And that's the thing. The, the, the performers, the band, the BTS themselves were amazing in this mm. film. I have more issues with the way it was like cut and directed. Even the opening number, there was like this really big moment, the choreography. Um, it's idle, right? Yeah. And there's this really big move in the choreography where they like bring their hands over their head, they bring them forward, and they like slap their hands, and then they all jump in the air. And as soon as their hands all came around, they cut and they skipped the whole clap and spin. It was like they cut a part of the choreography out of the song. Like it did not match there, the lyrics. It was bizarre. There it were just a lot of off. cuts to like individual members, which, yeah, to me, when you're, if you're going to show me a performance, again, if it's the documentary and you're telling me something and using the performance as B-roll, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like cut to whoever you want. But this was to show me the performance and I couldn't see the performance. Right. It was like all our complaints about whatever award show it was a year ago. Oh, yeah. Where the they just kept cutting to to people and you couldn't see the, the choreography at all. Right. And I think part of it, too, is part of the fun of the Big Bang documentary, or not documentary, the concert that we yeah. that we loved, was they would do some crowd shots like somewhat yeah. close up crowd shots and it was just so fun to see women and men losing their minds like just fangirling fanboying having the time of their lives and they didn't really do that in this at all either it was just like a general you know, stadium shot every few seconds and until you mentioned it i hadn't noticed but you're right there was there were no cutaways to individuals but also i guess what are they going to shoot every they had everybody seated the whole performance yeah. so I, there was i don't remember seeing anyone in the crowd at all and they would do I was glad they showed some of the army bombs, like how the lighting worked. That was cool. But again, it was almost like not even enough interesting army bomb shots because they would like change crazy color. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, there were patterns. They would do light syncing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just seemed kind of like totally random. The thing that was disappointing is there was a preview before the film started for the army bomb. Yeah. And that was cooler. Those yes, were cooler crowd shots were than much any of the crowd, crowd shots. shots I actually saw in the film. Yes, I agree. It's so funny. I didn't even notice that. And you're totally right. There, there was no, there was no crowd interaction at all. No, they cut everything out. Because even when they, when the members were interacting with the crowd, the shot of them was so close. They literally could have been smiling at no one. Yeah. Like, I, like I just, the, I agree that there were things about the directing that I would have, I would have done differently personally. Mm-hmm. Just. FYI, BTS, when you make next year's video, mm-hmm. I clearly make better decisions. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, like, again, I think the, on, like, the only thing I can really say is, is that, yeah, they were good performances. It was pretty relaxing. It wasn't like a hype experience. Also, I know how first worldish this sounds, me complaining about a film That's what that I got to watch in my hometown of a band that lives halfway around the world. I'm extremely privileged and grateful we got to go. But yeah, I yeah. just want to give the full overview to people who didn't get to go and wanted to know what it was like. Isn't the whole point of art to be able to critique it? I think so. All right, so let's get into the good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the notes I took. I'm kind of skipping around because some of the songs, I mean, Idol was great. It was great to start it that way. I was more upset about the directing and how they cut out a bunch of weird stuff. And there were so many moments where the choreography was not matching the lyrics. Yeah. It drove me crazy. I was like, what is this? This is not the, the right section here. But let's go to Bob Say. Oh, I have a great comment about Bob Say. All right. All I wrote down on my phone about Bob Say was RM has never been more on fire. He's quite literally the sun right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you 
wrote that in your notes? In my notes in the movie theater. That's amazing. Trying to hide my phone under he, my, my little cup the, thing because I didn't want anybody to kick me out of the theater and like my phone out. a short backtrack, but I think RM made the biggest splash in general because um, we talked about it after we immediately after the film, and then I've also seen people on Twitter freaking out about it. The Choker? The Choker. Let's talk about The Choker. I don't remember that from our concert. Uh, no. So in this film, RM comes out wearing this, well, they're all wearing white for a lot of the show. Yes. Which, a ton of white. It was fine. But oh, they yeah. all look like seven angels. It was too many angels. But RM is wearing this deep, v-necky, Chloe loose shirt with this giant, like, three-inch diamond-encrusted yeah. choker. It was intense. And then he would just move, and it would just, like, his shirt was so loose and, like, silky, it would just, like, fall off his shoulder. Yeah, he was pulling a gym in. It, I mean, back clearly they rubbed him up, rubbed the, the wrong member up with the old-fashioned fashioned shoulder, shoulder repellent, repellent. <laughs> because his shirt would not stay on his, no. his little clavicle, and no. it was fine. He was – it's funny because also seeing it from a different angle – like a more direct angle, I guess, because we're so close to them when you watch in a movie, as mm-hmm. opposed to when you're in the the venue during the actual concert. I definitely did try to pay attention to other members, and I came away the same as after the actual concert, feeling like RM and Yungi were the stars, and V were the, the ones that really captured my attention, even on film. Mm-hmm. For sure. I just... Bop Say. So what I'm thinking, I actually wrote for Bop Say because I don't think he was wearing that outfit for this song. No, he wasn't. That was during I Need You. It was at the very end. He finishes the song and like the whole performance is great. And it's just, I don't think it was intentional. He alone, everybody's like walking away from him, does this insane like triple thrust into the camera. Oh, yeah. And the lady next to me, who I met that day, and I like to think we're quite good friends yes. now, she goes, oh, knocked me out of my chair. <laughs> That's amazing. It was, yeah. It was, I, wow. So the Bobse is part of a medley of some of their older songs. And I remember thinking, my mom has mostly only heard the Love Yourself stuff. And so... While they were doing the medley during Bobse, I was like worried that maybe she was bored. So I looked over to see how she was reacting and she had the biggest grin on her face. Like she was leaned on one arm, just like smiling. And I was like, well, clearly she's not bored. (laughs) It was the best reaction I could have imagined. It was, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. It was amazing. Um... All right, what else do you got from the show? I feel like I took up a lot of time there. Well, you took notes because you're smart. <laughs> I I feel like in general, I don't know, this is my problem. I go in and I experience something, and I'm like, I'm going to remember this experience deeply. I'm going to remember how I feel in this moment, and then I leave and I'm like, what did I just do? I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> but I definitely had moments where I was like, like watching Singularity perform live is just – so cool mm-hmm. and in I mean in the movie I think that dance is amazing so that really stood out for me um all the solo stuff it was fun to see it I think love is such a great performance that was the most crowd interaction we got to see mm-hmm. was when RM does love but that's because he like forces the crowd to sing with him in oh, a good can way we also take a moment to appreciate man we are going heavy on the RM outfits he was just really good his robe I love that. In love. He's wearing this Hugh Hefner-ish silk 
bathrobe. Blue and white striped. With a huge embroidered rose, rose. on the back and then another one like on his front lapel. It just like like accentuates how tall and long he is. Because it's like horizontal stripes. You have to be a certain kind of body type to pull that off, and he pulls it off. It was amazing. Yeah. And I remember that being, like, a huge part of the actual concert, too, where I was just stunned by how good he looked, how, like, striking he looked in that. And they all, like, at the end of that song, they all pop up from nowhere. And and J-Hope, stinking J-Hope comes up because he had to. And he's got the next outfit for RM. So he has, like, this, like... De- bedazzled jacket that, and he takes RM's robe and I was like jail I was Stop so it. I could see him coming up with the jacket in his hands and was like you go back down RM is going to wear this for the rest of the show oh I don't know I think because you were talking about jackets also seeing Yoongi in that red suit sparkly red suit I'll never get over the impact that that has on me every time I see it and that was in for Seesaw, Seesaw. Yep. he is so incredibly good at performing <laughs> it was he's so talented he's so talented <laughs> okay so let's go back to uh when rm came up with that robe yeah, yeah, yeah. i wrote down the things the lady next to me said too she <laughs> said oh lord the silk pajamas the silk pajamas the silk pajamas they weren't really pajamas but i mean mm. it's like it's like a whole fashion thing all right so the next thing i had in my notes was dope all i had was sugar wrapped hard as jolly ranchers <laughs> <laughs> he rapped so hard they were all singing dope and it was like super fun and they were all having fun and they were doing like goofy little interactions and it was like the part of the, the film where I was finally like oh they're loosening up they're having fun it's mm-hmm. not like this like pre-produced thing and then and then he just came out guns blazing for his rap in that song I feel like you're right whatever section of the concert that was they did seem to be like in their element at that point and they also ended so you know at the very end they all like the do 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 and then they turn around and put mm-hmm. their thumbs up well they all did that and then when they turned around they put their thumbs up Jimin was hiding and he popped up and did a heart that's right <laughs> it was so, was so cute <laughs> it's funny because now that we're talking about that I feel like there was and again this might go back to the way it was edited but a lot of the stage direction is just them like walking around the stage Mm -hmm. so when there was choreography it was noticeable does that make sense yeah because even in fire they started singing fire and the girl next to me that's all she wanted to hear was fire was fire and they didn't do the choreography for almost any of the song they finally did at the very end Mm -hmm. where they do that like flying v formation yeah and so um so I i don't know there was and granted how do you dance that hard for two hours? Oh, you can't. God. It's the, like physically impossible. I, they're superhuman as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing that was kind of cool about it is that when you're that up close during that kind of a performance, they were real sweaty. Like you you get an idea of how exhausting it is mm-hmm. and how what good shape they have to be in to yes. get through this because it was like brutal watching them also it was an outdoor venue which was kind of cool so you saw the sun set behind mm-hmm. them so it started out and it was like early evening and then by the end it was obviously dark um also i was watching for all the things they shot at the crowd yes. this time because i was trying to determine where the confetti that fell out of my pants was from and i don't think i ever figured it might have been just dance i don't know if it was just dance, it was in my pants a long time. <laughs> it's like so, the second, third song. If you don't know, when we went to the BTS concert, mm-hmm. after the show, Megan went to the bathroom and pulled her pants down confetti. to go to the bathroom and confetti fell out of her pants. pants. <laughs> the best moment of my life. Uh, the next book I had was, okay, so fake love. So for the first half of the half of the film, 
they all wear a lot of white. Mm-hmm. And then fake love comes on, Can and they you, turn a, cor- a corner. Kiss you a quick question. Always. Was no, that's not right. The I'm were they like going in the order of the album except for Idol? I don't think so. Were they? No, because J Hope is before Euphoria. Never mind. So. I guess like they go in the general pattern of like happy, you know, because it follows that trajectory of like. First early love, and then, like, falling in love, and then breaking up, and then discovering yourself. Like, it followed mm-hmm. that pattern, but I guess it didn't follow the track list exactly. So, anyway, sorry. I it just was, thought of that. This is where it got real good. Because, like, the white was fine. It was fine. They were innocent. It mm-hmm. was the choker stole the show. RM's choker stole a that, choker that half anything, of the film. But it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> but then we come to fake love, and they all emerge wearing black, which is a sight to see black and harnesses black harnesses and sheer so much sheer fabric chains so much sheer fabric like they would turn around and almost all their shirts were just see-through i told my mom afterward that i felt like the the stage fashion could be described as like bdsm elton john figure skating (laughs) bdsm say it again it's like (laughs) it's like bdsm with 70s Elton John. Yeah. Like a lot of capes. Figure skating. And figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching a performance recently where they all had on different suits. And they're just normal suits. Like beautiful, normal, well-tailored suits. But the suits have so much glitter in them. Mm-hmm. Like the fabric is has glitter in it. And I remember thinking, where do you go <laughs> to find like seven different suits made out of glittery fabric? And then all I could think was to a figure skating warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like the only market for it. <laughs> so. A figure skating warehouse. Yeah, but anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. No, so the, they just all came out in these black outfits, and it was great. And it was one of those things where it's like, I can't really take notes. I don't really want to take my eyes off the screen. But then I had to because the devil himself, also known as Jin, oh. bolted through the crowd with his blonde hair in this black suit and his beautiful olive skin and it was like a straight up attack he looked so good in fake love i was blown away by jen yes blown away yeah he he definitely stole the stage in that part and your well our friend kayla leaned over to me after the the performance and she goes how attacked do you feel right now by <laughs> she, Jin?" Her, she, the number of curse words that came out of her mouth during that show is so funny because i'm she, some like the collar or sorry choker yes the, <laughs> the collar megan uh, he is not a cat i'm sorry <laughs> the, the choker that our was wearing i heard a big old f-bomb for that one and i was like amen sister i know yeah so she's like becca how attacked do you feel right now after seeing Jin perform that and i was like it's fine it was consensual because <laughs> he he did of all the like making making looks at the audience Jin was making all the oh looks my gosh the and it was like um, okay, we're com- we're coming to Euphoria. It's next. Yeah. So all I had was Jin came for me in fake love, and then I had black and sheer, and I approve. And then JK's abs. So he started tucked, started tucked in. Oh, which this is like a constant thing for us. When they perform fake love, we're all like, okay, is his shirt tucked in? Or is it possible to be untucked? Yes, because there are times where he does not show his abs. No, no, no. Yeah. And the shirt is tucked in. Yeah. And so it started tucked. 
I think maybe by accident, because that shirt he had on was not meant to be tucked. Not a chance. So then he kept flashing his abs. Kayla was having all these cuss words. The lady next to me, I swear, was having like a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just stuck in the middle like, I don't even know. I don't know where to look. I don't know who to watch. I don't know who to take care of right now. Mm -hmm. It was overwhelming for many people in the theater. At this point, I feel like I've almost become numb to it (laughs) because I've seen it a lot. (laughs) I'm... Sorry, Jungkook. I'm I'm over it. You're going to have to find another way to impress me. (laughs) It's not that I'm not. I know that a lot goes into doing that, but like, okay, what's next? I'm ready for the next thing. (laughs) So let's go on to euphoria. Okay, guys. (laughs) I have so much to say. So Jin comes up. This is another epic costume change. Oh, you mean um, Epiphany. Or sorry, Epiphany. 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 I'm sorry. Epiphany comes up wearing this very Elton Johnny, my exact words in the notes, mm-hmm. suit mm-hmm. covered in like 3D embroidered and like glass flowers. There were covered, unreal. Yeah. Covered in them. Not like one or two or like a brooch. I think he even had brooches on. It was just like, I wrote down garden party. I wrote down yes. nobody invited me to this garden party. So many floral, it floral was, things. It looks like a sculpture almost. Like this, their, their stage outfits are art at this point. And he starts playing the piano. We get it, Jin. Enough. And then he sings and it's beautiful and stunning and offensive again that anybody yeah. is that good at anything in this world and then he takes the longest freaking dramatic oh my pause God. ever and the music dies down and then it swells up and then it dies down and then it slowly swells up and he does this long slow overly dramatic i mean if this is a k-drama it would be a full-on becca drama someone put him in a show please and then he goes up on the stage and turns around and just does the gin look. Just looks. For, I think I wrote 35 minutes. Is that, a, is that <laughs> yeah, an over right? yeah, no, no. The, the movie was t- two hours and 35 minutes. <laughs> and there was a disclaimer, 35 minutes or a gin look. Or just gin. Just gin just giving gin looks to giving the audience. Looks. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It was great. I felt, I'm getting hot just thinking about it. It was very uncomfortable mm-hmm. to have somebody not look directly at me. I was just like nervously me. laughing the whole time. <laughs> like, ha ah, ha ha, he can't see me, right? <laughs> We're safe from him, right? He can't get us. I couldn't tell if he was trying to like seduce the audience or maybe kill them. That's <laughs> the thing about Jin is I almost feel like now that I know him so well, <laughs> I feel like he does the sultry, sexy look and doesn't mean it at all. Like, do you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, now when I see it, I'm like, I know what you're doing. You're doing this because you know it's ridiculous. And you know that we're all sitting here going like, oh, my God. And you love it. But you also think it's dumb. That's the thing is I felt like he felt like it was dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so long and drawn out. Oh, it was amazing. It was it was the show because this is my first life. <laughs> like, so I was like, I was seriously like staring at the film like, move like it was like a please it was like a staring contest where none of us are breathing we're like awkwardly laughing then we're all holding our breaths because we're like oh god what's gonna happen and none of us hated it it was not it was not it wasn't awkward bad it was awkward like do should we kiss now (laughs) it feels like we want to kiss and that's how i got removed from the theater (laughs) <laughs> Should we kiss now? 
is that the name of a drama? Should we kiss now? <laughs> that would be the drama that Jin stars Starring in. Starring Jin. Should, should we kiss we? now? <laughs> I feel like that's actually the name of the drama. It's going to be. I'm going to look it up. It's going to be. JK, well, JK, tell Jin that I got a great opportunity for him if he's interested. It's going to be 12 hour long episodes hour of long just episodes. Jin looking, serving a look at the camera. And like an awkward girl being like, I think we're supposed to kiss, but they won't until the very end. Or maybe the joke or is they never they? kiss. Yes. We're going to reply 1988 you. Oh, don't even mention it. <laughs> we were having a nice night. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so. should we kiss now? I'm laughing because it's so true. That's exactly how I felt. It's like seductive and mean at the same time. Like very confused. It's just super confusing. It's like being in a play with your high school crush where you have to yes, kiss. Yes. So he gives you the look, but behind it, you're like, he doesn't really want to kiss oh me. Oh my God. When I was in grade school, sorry guys, story time. When I was in grade school, we did, The Lion King came out and we did a choral concert for the whole school where we sang, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And I was selected to sing the girl lions part and the boy, I was obsessed with saying the boy lions part. And I remember it being both the most romantic and most disappointing <laughs> event of my young life because it was not romantic at all. <laughs> like, none of my dreams came true that night. <laughs> I don't even know if we ever spoke again. And that's what it is for Jin. That's what Where it's like. like you're always. in the moment. And you're like, yes. this should be romantic. Yes. But there's so many people watching us. And mm-hmm. then the second the cameras go yes. off, he's gone. He doesn't he's, care. Where you also know that Jin just, he'll give that, he'll serve looks to anybody. <laughs> He's not, you feel like it it's just for you. Special. No, it's not for you. It's for everyone. He does not pick you at all. It's like Sungri picking women to go in the hot tub with him. It's just random. You just at this have point. to be a woman and like, you get in the hot tub with Sungri. And so you, he convinces you for a hot second with one of those looks that, like, he's only looking at me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, no, he cannot see me. <laughs> this isn't real. It was so great. Oh. It seriously was one of the highlights of the Definitely show. Definitely a highlight. Followed quickly. By Truth Untold, which was the next song. And I admit, I have dogged on this song previously. It's a different situation when it's being performed live. Is that how it is? So Megan. Slightly better. Megan, and I'm doing air quotes, doesn't like. I've never said I don't like it. I just said it wasn't my favorite song. It's a quote unquote skip song for her. I would say that the best thing about it is that when it's over, 134340 starts. All right. So Megan doesn't normally care for the song. It's just, it's not my first choice. However, last year when Spotify gave her her list of her most played songs, her number one song. Number one song was was Truth Truth Untold. Maybe I like to hurt myself. Also, uh, I was watching her. The whole time. <laughs> you beat. And she did not take her eyes off the screen once. I did not. For it the is... truth untold. Also, can we talk about those outfits? Okay, so Do this you have... is where okay, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was, so Jin was the garden, mm-hmm. and he served us a look. Then Jimin, Chungkook, and V come out, mm-hmm. all wearing not identical, but very like similar. Family. They look like somebody, like, it looks like. You decided to go rolling into a flower garden yes. and you just stood up and all the flowers stuck to your body. And suddenly it was Victorian England. Yes. A like, lot of silks oh, and drapes. Jungkook is literally wearing the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. 
Yes, he is. But he was the only one without flowers attached mm-hmm. to his body. He just looked, yeah, white and black. And V, I think I told you this when we went to get lunch afterward, he looked like one of those, like, 70s paintings of, like, those little clowns that have, oh, like... Oh, he did! Like, like they're, the like, little... sad clown paintings. Yeah. But they... It's because he has the, that, like, frilly collar. And that's what it made me think of. I mean, they're adorable and sad little sweet so let me babies. Say. The vocals were insane. It was really good. Especially after, because you're seriously coming off this moment of like, I think Jin and I are married now. Yeah, well, I don't know what just happened, but my life has changed forever. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, his friends are cute too. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake I committed too soon. Mistake. And so they sing and it's great. And then of course they get on this platform and it rises in the air. And I don't mm-hmm. know how they shot this. I will give I will give the production crew props on shooting this. They made it look like they got seven stories in the air. Yeah. When in reality, it's probably like a story. It seemed so high in the air. And all I wrote was, the phoenix are rising at the garden party. Because <laughs> it was like, like a It deeply, was like a, a second coming. It was very reverent. The whole thing, and I, this was the same experience when we saw the concert live. It's just like no one's breathing through that whole song. No. Oh, and that was the other thing. In our theater, so there were girls... The girls ahead of us were like, that were openly sobbing at one point. At the movie theater. In the movie theater, yes. And then, like, people were cheering and people were waving. For the truth untold and epiphany, you could have heard a pin drop in this theater. It was silent. It was completely silent. Yeah. You Like, I honestly, at one point, was like, am I still breathing? Like, I I couldn't hear anything. Have we all ascended into heaven? It, It kind of felt that way. But it was, it was great. It was beautifully shot. The stage was beautiful. Their costumes were unreal. And the vocals were so good. They really were excellent. Yeah. And I feel like I when at least the concert we saw in Chicago, they were really on that day also. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, some days you have an off day. And I've seen performances where, where they're like a little off. When we saw them, it was pretty perfect. perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on. Yes. Are you ready? Um, to So What and yes. On Pan Man. All I have is um, V's hat and glasses. Let's talk about these. Oh, he looked so cute. He was wearing like this fedora. Is that what you would call that? It's like a bur- Wait, am I thinking of what RM had on? Were they wearing the same hat? It was like a. It was very similar. RM's was more like a beret, like a military beret, yeah. kind of. V had on this white fedora hat. These and these glasses. And he looked like a completely different person. Yeah. It was very fashion V. It, it was very, very fashion V. And he seemed so little kiddish and he was having so much fun. That's what another thing where Anpan Man in general isn't my favorite song, but when they perform it, they look like they're having so much so fun. So much fun. That I'm instantly, I turn a corner on it every time I see it. Yeah. It was. Which is another thing. Wow. All the songs that I'm on the fence about are everyone else's favorite songs. Like yeah, Anpan Man's your boyfriend's favorite song. Jeff loves Anpan Man, Outro Tear. Oh, uh, Outro Tear. I still don't know how you don't like Outro Tear. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not your favorite. No, it's okay. It's just a lot. It's okay. We also, cannot, like, it's another things. one where when I see them perform it live, I'm more invested in it because it's like a different experience, a little more energetic for me mm-hmm. um, than when I just listen to it and I'm just kind of like, you're bumming me out, dudes. Yeah. Skipping. Let's nip it in the bud. I listen to you for energetic positivity. Oh, and I just, oh, yeah. Yeah. What are, what just cost your mind? 
dramatic, Becca. It's, again, it's Ugh. like my kind of shows versus your kind of shows. I know. We, I love like Truth Untold. I love the songs where it's like, we just broke up and he's torn up about it. Like those are the songs I want to hear. Literally the only thing I need for a song to be my favorite song is for Yoongi to have a conversation with someone in the middle oh, of it. Like yes, all my please. favorite songs are the ones where in the middle suddenly Yoongi's either on the phone or like <laughs> just like yeah I'm into this. One three four three four zero. he does the and embarrassed which is my other favorite one. He's like on a phone call. <laughs> You're like, do you want me to come back later? We can finish this oh, later. Oh, sorry. I yeah, didn't I didn't. To, I didn't. Strap. Yeah, the AirPod. Yeah. I didn't know In you were my head, I'm like, should we kiss? <laughs> we have and then you're like, oh, you oh, were talking to me. You were talking to me. Oh, my gosh. Me. I'm so sorry. This is, you would not believe how often this happens to me. <laughs> uh, so also for Anpanman, I had Jimin's thrust. So there are two good, notable thrusts in the show. RM's was... Knock you unconscious. His was aggressive. And Jimin's was like, I come up behind you and hit you over the head. I, I was like, Jimin, that's not even part of the choreography. I Where did that come to from? to say this, but I don't remember it. I guess I gotta watch the movie It again. was one of those moments where it was just Jimin being like, hey guys, I'm still here. He's like that toddler who's like, hey, I'm still here. I'm gonna yes. do something sexy. Hey, wait, pay attention to me. Pay attention like, to me. We are. me. None of us can get enough of you. No. Stop, try- stop trying to get more of our attention. I know exactly what character he would be in The Last Empress. <laughs> That's all I'll say. There is a character that does just that constantly. And then I had Jin is left hanging. Do you remember Jin went up for a high five? And I don't remember who it was. They walked right by him. They <laughs> saw it. They intentionally <laughs> saw it, it and dissed Jin. I mean, I'm going to guess it was Chungkook because that just seems like something I want. I want to say it was either Chungkook or Jimin, but I yeah. can't remember which one. Usually and he, Jimin's and he one just, that gets denied. And he like, sat there. And then I think he either, like, high-fived himself. Something happened mm-hmm. where then he, like, but he left his hand up. He wasn't going to deny that oh, he no. got denied. That's the beauty of BTS. When they know they're going to look silly, they just exaggerate it. So it's like you reclaim the silliness yes you're like i dictate my own level of ridiculousness that's all i had those were all my notes from the show do you think it would you say there was like one performance specifically that stood out to you as your favorite honestly it was probably epiphany yeah i just i'm like i'm gonna feel bad saying this if i had to rank every member if somebody had a gun to my head it was like rank Mm -hmm. every member of vts i might have jean at the bottom in general i think so kara don't hate me but i wait like like, if you ranked, like, your if, faves? If I had to rank, yeah, my mm-hmm. favorite member from most favorite to least favorite, he'd mm-hmm. probably be at the bottom. And mm-hmm. it's not even that I don't like Jin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, I don't That's know. That's the thing. It's like, there is no bottom. We love them no. all. Yeah. It's just that there is a certain hierarchy so in my heart. I think it just blew me away when I saw him perform it. Because even at our show, I remember thinking, wow, that was an amazing performance. But live... Like, I was just so thrilled to be seeing yes. Yoongi and Jimin in, in my face that mm-hmm. it was like, it was hard to look at other members. But I think that's what I did appreciate about this film is that even though we saw them live, we saw this show live, I saw things in this film that I did not catch Absolutely. when we were in person. I, I would say that I had the same experience with Epiphany where he he would maybe rank a little higher on my list um, in general, but... I don't remember being as blown away by Epiphany in real life as I was watching this recording. Yeah. Because it was just from a totally new new perspective. It was my takeaway performance. Um, it was my probably by far my favorite solo performance of the show. What was the that was something there was oh, I definitely vividly remember having this thought halfway through. It was either it must have been during Epiphany where I was like, wow, he's so sexy and confident and like beautiful and fascinating 
and it's so different from his real life personality that I feel like being Jin must just be a whole thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got to be. He seems like the most high maintenance but low maintenance person oh, ever. Like, he seems like I feel like he can afford and and get his and take care of himself. So yes. he's low maintenance in that way. If you're a friend of his, yes. But I feel like high maintenance wise in the fact that like he he just I don't know I don't yeah. even know how to describe what I'm he, trying to, to I, say I totally get what you're saying because so Kayla and I not it was recently we're having a conversation like all right though really if we were friends with BTS in real life who would we actually get along mm-hmm. with I definitely think I would be friends with Jin of all of them maybe only Jin right. is the one I think I would actually mesh with because he seems like the most realistic person and I think he's just so himself yes he's so funny I've said it before he seems like a super fun hang like he just seems like he he knows who he is, uh huh, and and that would make him so approachable. And I mean, even though he's beautiful and unapproachable, he's just so funny and great and goofy. I love hot people that embrace their own silliness, right? And There's I think nothing part better than of, that. My, of the appeal now for me after seeing Jit, especially that whole like awkward "Are we gonna kiss?" Are moment, we gonna kiss where it's like that's so not Jin. I feel like that's so Ooh. not the real Jin. Absolutely. That all I'm thinking is, this is just the life he's been given, the oh, life yeah. he's worked for, and he's just like, this is ridiculous, and yes. I'm just going to do it really well, because like I'm just embracing of it. Of all of them, and maybe it's, again, because he's closest to our age, and we've experienced this on some level, obviously not in the same context, where it's just like, to be his age and to still be doing this, you have to think, sometimes he's like, what is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest like, job Like, I think ever. he's so in tune to be like Mm -hmm. this has gotten out of hand he's got to be realistic about it in a way that maybe the other ones aren't always quite yeah Yeah. because i think when you're 22 it's like of course people are screaming for me i'm an invincible gorgeous 22 year old i think that's what they want you to think they think but i think deep down a lot of them are like we don't deserve or maybe it's even like because they started younger it's easier for it to be like this is the norm this is normal like Mm -hmm. this is weird and I get that, but it's my normal. And for Jin, it's like he got all the way almost, at least almost all the way through college and then started doing this. And it's like, this isn't normal. This is, <laughs> this this is, is normal. bizarre. I, I knew a completely different existence mm-hmm. in a mature adult capacity. And yes. now it's like, also, he's not, he wasn't a musician before. Like, mm-hmm. like Yoongi and RM, like this was all they ever wanted to do. And J-Hope right. even... Like, he wasn't even really a performer. He was going to, like, acting school, but what's that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I don't know. I just, I definitely came away with it reinforced that if I could hang out with any of them, I want to hang out with Jin. It was something else. Yeah. So I have one final fun thing to share, not about the movie, but still about BTS. Yes. This morning, your boyfriend sent me a message. I legitimately thought you were talking about Jungkook. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a Jungkook story. And it then was I about Jin. No, it was my <laughs> real boyfriend, Jin. My actual so boyfriend. So your actual boyfriend, Jeff. Okay, yeah. Sent oh, me yeah, a message him. with uh, Jimin in that leather jacket that he's so obsessed with. So Jeff and Megan went to go see Burn the Stage in the theaters. Wait, was it called Burn the Stage? In the theaters? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn the Stage. And when they left, Jeff said to Megan. It was the funniest thing because we would like we were like processing the movie and we're kind of driving home and it's quiet. And it's snowing. We're having a nice time. And then I don't know where Jeff goes. So uh, are we going to talk about Jimin in that leather jacket? <laughs> That's just cracking up. So, and Jeff is obsessed <laughs> yeah, with Jimin. Yeah. Oh, in this leather jacket. And Jimin in this leather jacket. Yeah. So he sent me a picture of Jimin in that leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And he said, forget snatching wigs, snatch that effing jacket from him and give the rest of mankind a chance to look good. 
Hashtag not fair. Hashtag still obsessed. <laughs> He can't deal with Jim in this leather jacket. I've got to like find a screenshot of the moment that it happened in the documentary because he seriously, it's like he, it's like he, when it happened originally, it's like he couldn't wait to talk about it and also wasn't sure if he should ever talk about it. (laughs) It was one of those things where it's like, I'm going to bring up this awkward thing, but like it has, we have to get it out there. So when he started talking, it almost felt like the nervous energy almost felt like, are we in a fight or something? But he's like, are we going to talk about Jim in this leather jacket? Or or like I've been hiding it from him. It's like, listen, baby, that's BTS life. What can I say? It's your own fault if you're not in. And now he's so far in that poor guy. Uh, He never knew. He never knew what would happen. So uh, I have nothing else to say. So we can Mm -hmm. wrap it up. Um, A few fun notes for our listeners out there. Number one, Megan got the coolest thing the other day. A fan wrote a fanfic. About Megan and Chungkook and how he secretly listens to our podcast. It was like the cutest it was and the funniest best. email. It was the cutest little it story. It was the best. It I read it first. So happy. I texted Megan. I was like, you need to check your email right now. Somebody wrote a fanfic yes. about Chungkook it listening was, to our podcast. If you're familiar with fan fiction ratings, it was rated F for fluff. <laughs> which is the... It was so fluffy and sweet, and I loved it so much. It made me, I'm not kidding, I was, like, beaming. Because let's be (laughs) honest, people, I had imagined this exact same scenario so many times in my head. Continue to, but to see it written down made it feel like it might happen. (laughs) The secret style. I'm putting it into the universe. <laughs> it, was, it was wonderful. It was so cute. So for that listener, thank, thank you. you so much. It was such a fun little treat to get. My own personal fan fictions are usually rated S. <laughs> for super good. For solidly fine. Uh, yeah. It was really fun. It was wonderful. What also, a good on a happy note, Megan. So we're in, we're in person tonight, which is why we, we're not. If you're on our YouTube channel, that's why we're yes. not having a video tonight. Yes. Um, because we just wanted to chat and not have to set up all that equipment. <laughs> and usually when we record, I either don't, like video record in here, I either don't sit close enough to the mic because I'm distracted by the video or I'm like completely out of the frame. I can't do two <laughs> things at once. It's one or the other. Uh, but Megan and I also were asked to be a guest on somebody else's podcast. It was awesome. A few days ago. So... Um, I don't want to give away any details, though, because I think their episode is coming out after this will post. Okay, so So we will keep you guys updated, but it's really fun. Stay tuned. We had a great time. It was super fun. And um, let me just say, podcasters are just as cool in person. Mm -hmm. Minus Megan and I. We're going to be awkward, but we'll be nice. But nice and awkward. Nice and awkward. But these two ladies were fantastic and funny and gorgeous like yeah like like upset like obnoxiously gorgeous to the point where we're both like oh come on oh man we don't have a couple of trolls we don't have a fighting chance in this niche on the internet that's why we should stick with the audio and (laughs) forget the video although we had a lovely listener send us a message telling us we were cute so that was nice that was lovely yeah so anyway wherever you are this week i hope it's warm i hope bts or Big Bang, or Got7, or 17, or Icon, or Winner, or XO, or whoever you love is overflowing your speakers. Keeping you warm if you're stuck in this polar vortex. Yeah, and that's actually a good segue, because I had a question. Because it is 
freaking freezing. Horrible. And I cannot get through because this is my first life. Girl. Please, anybody listening, send us, tweet at us, email us, Instagram us, Facebook us, your favorite steamy scenes ever from a K-drama. We will be posting this on all of our social media networks. I want to know. Give me something that's going to keep me warm these next few days. It's so freaking cold here. My mind is a blank. Oh, I've got some. I'm instantly going to, um, what was the show? Temperature of Love. Oh, yeah. That was some good We have that treasure map on our YouTube channel if you want to check that out. I've time-coded all of the sexy scenes from that one. That was amazing. But yeah, anybody else? Just any super romantic... Warm scenes. We need them. Warm. And if you're watching The we're Last looking, Empress. We're looking for hot, hot, talented. Hot, talented. Hot, talented people. It's the new, the newest thing. It's, hot, talented. Yeah. Talented is the new black. <laughs> is that I a feel thing? Like people invent words all the time now. Like yeah. hybrid words. Why don't we invent some? How, you just did. How talented. Oh, How talented. actually, and I forgot to get into it. A friend of ours, Gretchen, I have to give her credit for it, came up with a term, fanomy. Yeah. Where you're like hate watching something. And I've used it multiple times since she introduced it to me. So there's another great word. Fanomy. Fanomy. Copyrighted by Gretchen. Yes. You want to hear a great one my husband created? Yes. And this is totally Reply 1988 for me. Oh. Where you anticipate something so much and it's nothing but a big fat disappointment. That's like the story of my life. Anticipointment. That's my story. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. If you're watching The Last Empress, please, guys, I can't go through this alone. Please talk to me on Twitter about it because I'm literally live tweeting it because I need help. All right, Megan. Take us out of here. Today was super fun. remember all the things. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at New New Business. You can email us, Becca at NewNewBusiness.com, Megan at NewNewBusiness.com. You can access this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Maybe another one? I think that's all the things. I think I did it. We're on Instagram. It's at oh, we're on Nuna, Instagram. At Nunia Business Podcast. Yes. And I might be redoing our Instagram page because I have to for an Instagram social media marketing class I'm taking. So look for it. It should yes. look amazing. If for some reason you go to our page and it's not accessible, it's because Becca's making it beautiful. Yeah. It'll only be not accept- accessible for like an hour. It'll be fine. Yeah. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. And then everybody go and instantly like everything I did because I worked really hard yes, on it. I, I will. way too much time on it. I will. It looks really cool. She showed me like a mock-up of it. It was beautiful. So. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah. All those are the things that I say. Oh, also check out our sponsor, whoarted.com, who-arted, A-R-T-E-D.com. Yeah. Did I say YouTube? Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube where it's just youtube.com backslash Nunia business. business. It's basically, if you search Nuna, yeah, it's the only thing that pops up. Yeah. If you just Google us, too, or we're you know there. what we oh, like we to have do a website, NuniaBusiness.com. <laughs> we need to just come up with a pre recorded outro <laughs> so we don't have to like guess every time. I feel like that's the fun part, isn't it? Is <laughs> li- listeners at home can start playing games about whether or not we remember all to tell you all this Becca stuff. Becca and Megan can remember all the things. I would guess no most of the time to be safe. So, uh, yeah. I think that is everything. All she wrote. Uh, oh, I was going to say uh, one more fun side note. If uh, in our house, so if you Google new new business, you'll find us. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say you could also Yahoo us. <laughs> Yahoo. Yahoo. 
In our house, my husband likes to keep Google honest. So sometimes I'll go to Google and type in Yahoo just to make sure the, <laughs> the playing field is level. I deeply appreciate that about Greg. I thought it was pretty funny. That's so. wonderful. I'm trying to look up really fast what episode oh, this is. I don't even know. This oh, is 45. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh, guys. <laughs> anyway. Um, what's, oh God, do you want to hear a joke about potassium? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only joke I know. You want to hear a joke about paper? Yes. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Get it? It's a play on words. I get it. Did I vamp long enough? To you did. So out? you guys, whether this is your first episode or your 46th episode. Wowzer. We're almost 50. Oh, you look great. You look great. Well, my I friend. did tell your son I was 91 years old today. And then she says, Do I look good for my age? And he goes, mm. <laughs> And I said, that's right. That sounds right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Nunia Business. We hope you have a great warm week. And we will talk to you guys all next time.